0: And all through the centuries, in every religion, you will always find they have sacrifice. I read somewhere that the only real organized religions in the world without sacrifice are those which came from the Protestant Reformation. But all other religions, you find they all have their sacrifice. It's, it's something that comes natural to man. When he wants to address himself to Almighty God, he realizes how difficult this is and how inadequate he is and so he offers God a gift to show how effective offering a gift can be in getting across something that we don't quite know how to put into words let me tell you the story of a Nigerian whom I was instructing about four or five years ago one week when I went along he wanted to talk to me about his father because he was going home on holiday, and he said he hadn't spoken to his father for 12 years. They'd had a row about something, something to do with money. He said it was his father's fault. And I said, even so, even if it was your father's fault, it's your duty to bring about a reconciliation. So I said, take him some really nice present. Take him a beautiful crucifix. He said his father wasn't a Christian. So I said, well, take him a bottle of whisky. And that's what he did. And when he got back to London, he said everything had gone off fine and he'd never been so close to his father as he was now. Well, you can imagine the scene. He greets his father and he says, I brought you a little souvenir from London. And the father unwraps it and says, Ah, that's kind of you. And opens it and pours out a couple of drinks. And they have a drink together. And with no more than maybe 20 words spoken, that very complex, unhappy situation is very well settled. And that gift and the drink together said more, was more eloquent than if he made a speech for an hour and a half. I think you see that, that sometimes to offer a gift is the most effective way we have of saying What we just don't know how to put into words. And when we want to offer God our adoration, our love, our contrition, our gratitude, how are we going to put this into words? What we do, we offer God a gift, we offer Him sacrifice. And we say that this holy sacrifice of the Mass it's the one perfect thing in an imperfect world and we sinful creatures though all that we do is sort of tainted by our self-love nevertheless we do have a perfect way of saying thank you to God or please forgive me when we offer this holy sacrifice it's something divine and it's divine because our victim is God. If you don't mind, I'm going to quote something. It's only, I've got it by memory, so it's not very long. It's by Pius the Twelfth, And what he says is this. He says, The liturgy is nothing more nor less than the exercise of the priesthood of Jesus Christ, which is a living and continuous reality through all ages, to the end of time. I'll say it again. The liturgy is nothing more nor less than the exercise of the priesthood of Jesus Christ, which is a living and continuous reality through all ages, to the end of time. When he says liturgy, that means the Mass, and also the Divine Office, the Psalms and prayers and readings that priests and religious say every day. It's all part of the worship of the church. The peak of it all, of course, is the holy sacrifice of the Mass. And Pius XII says that all this is nothing more nor less than the exercise of the priesthood of Jesus Christ. Well, you know, when I start thinking about the Mass, it seems to me there are two things you need to understand a bit before you can understand what it's all about. One is that Calvary is a sacrifice, and what sacrifice is. Well, I've said something about what sacrifice is already. And the other is the mystical body of Jesus Christ. I think you need to understand those two to some extent before you can really appreciate what a wonderful thing the Mass is. First of all, Calvary is a sacrifice. We human beings, we'd sinned against God. We'd offended God. Now when you offend somebody, the seriousness of the offense is measured by the dignity of the person you offend if a boy says something really rude to his friend well that's something just between friends but if he says the same thing to his mother that's very serious and when we human beings offend God because God is infinite in every way our offence takes on a sort of infinite quality now when people are making reparation for an offence the value of the reparation is measured by the dignity of the person offering it So if I shout some insult to the Queen and uh, I don't know what would happen, I suppose maybe people come along to arrest me or something, and I say to the Queen, oh sorry, well that's not good enough. But if Prince Charles intercedes on my behalf and asks her forgiveness, well that would be different, she'd listen to him. Now we human beings can't ever do anything really infinite insofar as we are mere human beings. So how were we going to repair this this breach of relations? How were we to make up for that offence? God Himself came to our rescue in a way we know. He became one of us. He became our cousin. And because he's truly God, truly man, as man, he's able to act on our behalf. As God, all he does is of infinite value. And so he himself was able to reconcile God and man. Sure, he didn't need to go all the way to Calvary. One little prayer would have been more than sufficient to make up for all our sins why did he choose to suffer so much well we don't know it's one of those mysteries of the infinite love of God but I suppose he wanted to show us that sin is something more terrible than we realize he wanted to show in his own suffering what a tragic and dreadful thing sin is He wanted to show how his love for us has no limit. Anyhow, this is going to take us away from from the Mass, but it's very profitable, certainly, to think about God's love for us and his hatred for sin, which is shown throughout his life and especially in the Passion. Calvary was a sacrifice in that Jesus was the priest and the victim was Jesus and he offers himself to make up for our sin. He needn't have suffered what he did suffer. He could have come down from the cross but he chose to stay there and offer these sufferings offer this death to make up for the sins of the whole human race. So there we have the sacrifice of Calvary. Now Jesus found a way of enabling us to offer that sacrifice. And to understand that part, I must say something about the mystical body of Christ.